Back to Growing Pains, the podcast that tackles the awkward transition from teenager to young adult to adult. I'm your host, Daniel Riley, and I'm going through the same issues you are. And I'm here to help with the level up and to help us all heal from these growing pains. It's been a long time since we've last talked. This coronavirus has taken a toll on the country and in turn pushed schedules behind. But don't worry, I'm not going to drone on and on about such a depressing topic. Today's topic is based on a line we've all said at some point in time. I can't wait till I grow up and have my own house. Yeah, well, here we are, at the age where it really is a possibility. I don't know about y'all, but I'm panicking. See, when we were younger, we never thought about what it takes to run a household and actually live alone. So I'll start with the transition from high school to college. Let's remember, we all didn't have the same experience. But based on our television assumptions, we graduate high school and go off to college to live in a dorm. Well, (laughs) you've done it. You moved out of your parents' house for five months at a time. Then Christmas break comes along and you're back at home for six weeks. And let's even say you go home on weekends. Did we really move out if we still rely on that crutch? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not by any means knocking the crutch because I need mine. (laughs) But now I'm in my third year of college with only one year left of living in quote unquote my own place. And I sat down trying to figure out how to actually live on my own. The dorm life is good. It teaches you how to live away from your parents and with roommates, but it doesn't teach you how to run a household. If you compare campus living to independent living, there's a big difference. You're not paying for anything. Sure, you pay your rooming fees, But that's not a monthly bill that you pay in order to stay there. It doesn't explain what a lease is and how they work. The lights are included in the rooming fees. So in a sense, you pay one time and it's an all-inclusive package for nine months out of the year. Mm, There are so many things to consider when looking for your own place. And in the end, it all comes down to money. But I don't want to get into budgeting because... Everyone's bank accounts won't look the same. My friend just moved out of her parents' place and got her own place. It got me thinking about what I'm going to do after graduation. The first thing I considered was where I wanted to live. Mind you, the price of living in different places everywhere, it's different. So be gentle with yourself. Because I definitely hurt my own feelings uh, at that first search. (laughs) Once I got myself right, I found an affordable area I wanted to live in and looked at apartment listings. I didn't go as far as actually taking a tour of one or the showrooms or anything, but I moved around enough to explain that process. So fast forward, (laughs) you find a place that you like online and you go check them out in person. You go up to the office. Some places make you sign like papers before viewing the apartment, which is okay. I mean, it's just making sure you read the paper because... You know, they're not trying to get you to sign your life away. It's normally just them asking you for your age and contact information. Nothing life-threatening, but, you know, you don't want to accidentally sign a contract. Uh, so, yeah, just check out that. Nothing, Nothing's, like, life-threatening. Um, after you've seen all the places you liked, pick the one that you like the most. Don't pick the first one you see. And always check how much the rent will be. Once you decide you make the phone call or go back and start the process, 
Some places have an application that involves proof of income and making sure you'll be a good tenant. Some places just ask when you'd like to move in and see if there's a day that the apartment will be ready. Don't expect immediate move-in. So, I'll go back. Earlier, I referred to a lease. A lease is a housing contract between the complex or homeowner and and the renter. This document is an agreement that you will be in that house or apartment for a certain time frame. Some leases are six months, some are a year. If you break a lease, you're breaking a contract and it will cost you more. (laughs) So remember that. Another thing to consider is the upkeep of a place. In an apartment, you pay rent and utilities and you get maintenance. You don't have to worry about paying someone to cut grass like you may in a house. Water is normally included in rent, so that takes out a water bill that you would have to pay in a house. But don't quote me on that one because I'm not exactly sure, but I think that's right. So we're just going to say I'm right and the water bill is included in your uh, utilities bill for an apartment. (sighs) But also, if you do choose a house, take note that a water bill is based on how much water you use. So it will fluctuate. The light bill is the same way. That's why parents always tell us to turn all them lights out. A light bill isn't a fixed bill. There's other aspects I'm still looking into, like what the heck home insurance is, but... I know it's something else we should probably figure out. (laughs) We also have to remember that we have to eat. So, yes, food is a bill. Not to mention other bills you may be paying. Phone, car, car note, insurance, Netflix, etc. And we didn't even think about furniture. I mean, sure, you have a place, but do you have anything to sleep on? So you have to have a bed and a couch, maybe a chair. You can live without a table for right now. But I mean, a table is also ideal. And then a microwave and stuff to cook with while we're talking about eating and pots and pans and plates. It's just a lot of things that go into it. But things like, things like pots and pans, you only pay for like once, but then a couch, and like a bed and dresser and all that bedroom suits sometimes you have to pay on those unless you buy them from like i don't know i mean i've seen roses sells them so i assume you could probably buy those in one go without having to like continually pay for them so that gives you another option i haven't heard about a lot of pre-furnished apartments anymore i don't know if those are still a thing they were in middle school when we all had to do those assignments where you're like find an apartment and like building a budget that kind of thing so i'm not sure if they're still around but we should definitely look into those because that's also a good idea but it's probably going to make the rent go up so take that into consideration too like just keeping it up is one thing but making it inhabitable or habitable habitable sorry it's livable <laughs> where you can stay in it that's a whole different ball game on its own. Unless you have a wonderful family that believe in giving go away, uh, away presents, going off presents. Someone may want to buy you a bed, which is cool. That's great. We love free stuff. <laughs> That's one thing our generation is going to do is enjoy free stuff. So just take into consideration that. And also remember if there are things that are at your house. I mean, for me. If there are things at the house when I get ready to move out, 
that nobody is um, using, eh, well, I'm going to take it. So, if y'all's family is like mine and there are things that aren't being used, snatch it. <laughs> take it with you because free things are the best things. I know it sounds daunting, but there's one trick we learned in college that we can take with us when we move on our own. Roommates. Just because we aren't in school anymore doesn't mean we can't still have roommates. If you have a roommate, all the bills we talked about earlier get split in half. <laughs> Come on now. And become easier to maintain. But if you do, make sure both names are on the lease. You don't want to get stuck being the only person on the lease because then all the bills are in your name and you have to pay it all if your roommate doesn't pay their half. It's a lot to think about and I know it hurts, but in the end, the best way to get through it is to figure out your budget and take your time. This is your place, your home, and your first step into full-fledged adulthood. You don't want to rush it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Growing Pains. I am your host, Danielle Riley, and I'll hear you next time.